Welcome, Impactful Parents. It's time for the Impactful Parenting Podcast, where I give you parenting tips and resources to make you a more impactful parent to your school-aged child. I am your host, Christina Campos. Welcome, Impactful Parents. Today, we're going to talk about why it's important for our adolescents to interact and learn from the elderly community. Hello, my name is Christina Campos. I'm founder of The Impactful Parent, and welcome to my Inspire and Learn series, where real parents come on and tell their story of inspiration and learning. Because a wise man learns from his mistakes, but a wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. And today, we're going to learn from Eric and John Peterson. Eric and John created an organization called Seniors for Seniors that pair senior citizens with high school students to collaborate and learn from each other. The Peterson saw a need for high school students to learn and understand their elders. Meanwhile, they also saw the need to senior citizens to create relationships with the youth of today for companionship and to pass along their teachings. I'm happy to have them on the show today to learn more about the organization and how our kids can get involved in this valuable experience. So welcome. Well, let's get started. Tell us about Seniors for Seniors. How did this get started? How did it get even founded? And then a little bit about the program. Okay, I'll go ahead and get started. Uh, I'm John Peterson. I'm the, I'm the president of Seniors for Seniors. And actually, I'm just kind of a spokesman today. Eric's here with us too. He's actually the founder and the CEO of Seniors for Seniors. And it was his idea to begin with. So Eric, while he was working as a caregiver in a senior uh residential community um, observed that there were some real challenges associated with with feelings of isolation and loneliness and often leading to depression and the worst case scenarios um, even suicide uh, and we this was even talking about pre-covid uh, time period and he saw a need there during that same time period as he was wanting to uh, help fill those needs he also before and during this time, he knew that that our uh, high school age youth often face these same challenges. Um, again, isolation, loneliness, that can often lead to depression, and we hear too often about teenage suicide. And so he wanted to do something about it. And one of the things he realized is that when you worked with the, the, the older adults, is that they had tons of life experiences that provide perspective and understanding. Um, and the youth oftentimes are looking for that type of those types of interactions, but they don't have the connections established. Uh, they may have grandparents or they may not have grandparents. Grandparents may live in another state. They may not have very many opportunities to interact with them. Um, and so Eric had the idea of connecting these two generations together, allowing them to serve each other. And the service to each other is really where the real magic occurs. And so you take good uh, hearted indiv individuals in both of those. We collect information about their, um, their interests and we connect them with each other based upon those shared interests. Well, congratulations for such an amazing program. I love the concept behind it. It is really, really great. So how can a person get started if they're hearing this and they're like, yes, I want my kid to participate? 
Well, the easy part about it is you just go to our website, www.seniors4.org. the numeral four, uh, seniors.org. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, and they go there and all they have to click is do is click on the giving back and there's a, a form there to fill out. And there's no cost associated with this for any of the participants. Um, and so they fill, they fill out the form and then we reach out to you and we start the process of gathering information about your interests. And then Eric's uh, really great at making enabling these connections. And uh, we take it from there and connect you with an, an either an older adult or a high school age youth um, that uh, have some shared interests with you. Is everything in person or is it also online? I'm just thinking, where is Seniors for Seniors available and is it outside of Colorado? Okay, it is outside of Colorado and that's an excellent question, Christina. Uh, prior to COVID, our initial interest was to do face-to-face -face, and we still feel like that personal connections best established in face-to-face -face connections. But when COVID hit, that just became an impossibility. Um, and particularly protecting the, the older adult population, but really all of us too. And so that broadened our horizons and we realized that we can expand this out uh, to with virtual meetings and telephone communications. And really that opened up broad horizons because then the only limitation really is, uh, is uh, what language you speak and what time zone you're in. And so we do this all over North America and we've actually had inquiries from as far away as, as China and India and Europe. That is fantastic. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited for the audience because I used to volunteer uh, in senior homes when I was in high school and it was very rewarding. It's one of the best things I did for myself. And I'm wondering, Eric, do you find that it's difficult to get the two to bond or does it just, does it just happen? Because I mean, you got huge age gaps, but do, do they come together pretty well? So far they have. We'll get to do some the surveys and what we do, we do it by the three-way phone call. And at times, you know, I've had a few say, you know, I put them together on a conference call and they're like, hey, Eric, we got this. And, and John, what has been some of the biggest challenges that you've come across? Probably the biggest challenge is in, it's, it's improving now because we're getting to that post-COVID era, but uh, it was it's just uh, getting volunteers, getting the word out to people that the service is available and, um, and both with the youth as well as with the older adults. Um, but when we had COVID, shutting down those senior facilities and making it was became almost impossible uh, during that time period. Um, and so not everybody wants to participate. But what we find is when they do choose that they hear about it, the people that are interested, they get excited about it. And so once we find we get the people that that learn about it and say we want to participate there's frankly not a whole lot of challenges. It might be just coordinating that first three-way call that Eric, that Eric was describing to make the initial introductions. But after that, you know, so these are people that want to give back to their community. They have good hearts. They want to serve the other generation. And once, because of that desire that they have, that's what kind of drives it after that point. And uh, it's really becomes a very enriching experience for them, even from the very beginning. And so they want to continue doing it. 
Juan, do you know how many participants you have in the program thus far? We've had about 30 uh, total uh, participants that are involved. And so it's it's been a challenge. It's had our hiccups because we actually were approved as a 501c3. We found out about it uh, Christmas Eve of 2019. And what happened in March of 2020? Exactly. <laughs> That's when COVID kicked in. So we were just getting rolling uh when when that happens so there's been some challenges that we've gone through and that's been starts and stops since that time as new waves have, have hit but uh literally everybody i think eric said there's one person that like it but every other person that's heard about this which is hundreds of people say wow this is a fantastic idea because it's we easily recognize the needs and the benefits of bringing these two generations together I don't have a teenager, maybe, but they're hearing this episode. How can others support you in your mission? Okay, so there's two faults. First of all, that what's most important is getting the word out so we can have the people there to be served uh, and to serve each other. So if you don't have a teenager, you don't have an older adult that you're familiar with that could maybe interest in the program, there's somebody, those other people that you can tell about it. Um, and like any other nonprofit, there's there's expenses that are associated with running the program. Uh, frankly, up to this time, it's pretty much been financed by board members. And um, so, but as we, we want to expand now, the thing that the restrictions are being lessened, but it takes funds to go ahead and do that. So people that like the idea and want to contribute to a nonprofit organization, uh, that can be done on our website as well. There's just a donate button, you click it, and it's all set, and you're, you're uh, ready to roll with a donation to a qualified uh, uh, 501c3 organization. And one more question for you guys. Have you considered, or is it possible that maybe I don't have a teenager, but I have a middle schooler or maybe an older elementary, are they able to participate in this program or is it really just for our older high school students? So the answer is yes, we can have uh, younger people and we can have high school students, I mean, college students and such participate in it as well. Our concern about the middle school and younger uh, children is that when you're dealing with an older adult, some of them are going to pass away. And so a level of maturity to be able to keep a good perspective and understand when those types of things occur, I think is important. And that's why we feel like the, the teenagers more high school age could probably have the maturity and perspective to handle that better than maybe a younger child would. But what you said is really valid. Some elementary kids would be able to handle it. Others may not. And definitely there's a majority that it's going to be very difficult, especially after creating that bond, even if it's virtual. So very valid, but wanted to ask for the audience because I know that there's a lot of people watching this who don't quite have high schoolers yet, but wanted to give them the opportunity to maybe participate if their child is ready. So thank you for that. And I'd like to close out with just some final words. We'll start with you, Eric. What would you like to say to the audience so that they will participate in your program? I'll say thank you for listening and you, you put a vibration in your heartstrings. There's a reason for it. You know, play the tune and, play, and participate and it's for you. If it's not, like I said, like I said before, it's not for you. It's not for you. At least try something. We all, I think we all have a little bit of anxiety trying something new, but until we 
Well, it's not for us. It is for us. We don't know. So take that challenge and just try it. And literally, if you tell us, you know, we don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. We don't ask a thousand questions or have a first survey or whatever you want to tell us why you want to do it. We understand it's up to you. You know, you empower to join us or not to join us or to, to leave us when you want to leave us. So don't feel like you're pressured to do it in either direction. And it's a free program for participants, correct? Absolutely yeah. If it's free, why not take that chance and try something new, just like you said? Um, and John, last words from you. Um, you know, oftentimes we hear about things in our busy lives, so we don't do anything at the moment. And 10 minutes from now, we completely forget about it. So if you're hearing this and it, it is piquing your interest in some way, go to the website to learn a little bit more about it. And if you don't want to participate yourself, pass it on to other people. In other words, take some action. Again, the website's www.seniors, number four, seniors, seniorsforseniors.org. Well, thank you for being on today. And audience, if you have an inspiring story that you would like to share so that others can learn from you, please go to theimpactfulparent.com slash work with me and sign up. Plus, if you want to become a more impactful parent, download the Impactful Parent app. The Impactful Parent app is free and full of episodes just like this one that will help you in your parenting journey. Because investing in your family looks like learning the warning signs of certain behaviors so that you could stop bad things before they happen, or discovering new parenting techniques to make your parenting more effective, and then join a community of like-minded parents that are also wanting to be the best they can for their child. And all of this, plus so much more, can be found inside the Impactful Parent app. So download it today. It's free. So you got nothing to lose there also. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and discover how you can step up your parenting game and be a more impactful parent. But until next time, you got this. I'm just here to help. Thank you for listening today. Remember to subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, the Impactful Parenting Podcast is an extension of the Impactful Parent community. Go to the Impactful Parent website and download the free Impactful Parent app so you don't miss a parenting tip that can help you and your family. Thanks for listening today. So go to theimpactfulparent.com and see you next episode.